I want to talk to you about um, Barrel Buddy. Uh, we got an um, email in from a retired Homeland Security special agent. His name is Bob Wallace. He says, I've spent 40 years in law enforcement, first as badge and gun federal agent, then as a private contractor. I've used just about every product on the market to clean my firearms. This is now my favorite. The circular cleaning within the bore clears, uh, cleans the grooves better than anything I've ever seen without a possibility of scratching the bore. Lives up to its claim and is worth every penny. I got to tell you, just go to their website at BarrelBuddy.com and look at the pictures. I've never seen the rifling uh, uh, marks before on uh, any cleaning device. Um, this way I clean my guns. My guys all clean their guns. Uh, Barrel Buddy, made entirely in the United States by a company that is deeply, deeply spiritual, shares your values, parallel economy kind of stuff. It's really a great way to take care of your guns. Just check it out now. Barrel Buddy, BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. Looks like Washington State got a little poorer this weekend. Jeff Bezos has had enough of Washington State and their income tax. He's moving out of the state of Washington. Hey, build your freeways now without his evil money. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Also, you know, just a feel-good thing. I just want to remind you, over the weekend, you know, there was more talk about AI uh, from from the, the AI czar. The person in charge of uh, our our government's AI projects, Kamala Harris. Uh, that if that made you feel good, let me give you this story. Popped out over the weekend. Biden signs AI order after watching Mission Impossible Number Seven. Oh my God! <laughs> Woo! We have all the burners on high. It's great. And nothing's bubbling over. So we'll start here in just a second. Well, I mean, inflation is bubbling over just a little bit. Why are we talking about it? I mean, the administration would have you say, no, there's nothing going on. You just don't know. Really? Because gas is up. Food is up. Rent is up. Health care is up. Insurance is up. Everything is inflated except the value of your dollar. The entire earth, it seems, has raised prices. Everybody except for Goldline, that is. 
Goldline on July 1st of 2023, Goldline quietly with no fair found, uh, f- uh, fanfare decreased their prices across the board. They did it as a way to say thank you and give back to their clients. Prices were reduced for physical delivery orders, retirement accounts, their industry-leading accumulation programs. They also added new referral programs that includes free medals for clients who refer friends and family. Goldline is trying to do the right thing by their customers. So call them today. This week, Goldline has packaged special for you. When you purchase one of Goldline's legal tender bar cards and one of their silver Maple Flex bars, they'll you'll receive 100 of the Mind Your Business silver bars at no additional charge. Take advantage of the special right now. This week only, call 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All right, let's uh, take some phone calls. Uh, let's go to uh, Greg in Colorado. Hello, Greg. Hey, good morning, Glenn. Sue, how are you doing today? Very good. Are you in the Are you in the dark, dark uh, blue parts of Colorado, or the purple parts, or the red, red, red parts? Um, I would say I'm probably more of a purple area. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is <laughs> it's odd for me because I uh, I moved here after living outside of Omaha for almost thirty years. Uh. Um, but I went to school and love it out here. But um, I wanted to make comment on uh, with the whole election thing. Um, I think uh, focus, regardless of who the Republican candidate is going to be, um, which I do hope it's Trump. I'm I'm a huge supporter of what he did. I think he's the man to do the job. But he did I a think great job. Republican. I think the Republican Party needs to grow a backbone. And they need to coalesce and they need to paint. They need to take that paintbrush and they need to paint the whole Democratic Party on what they're doing. Not just Joe Biden, the paper tiger in chief. Everybody knows how weak he is unless you're willingly blind or a Democrat, which we know right. is anonymous right. with each other. But, but I think, you know, like you're saying, okay, you know, plan A, Michelle Obama, plan B. Gavin Newsom, the plan is all the same, regardless of who's in place. Oh, yeah. And it's all bad for the country. And I think oh, yeah. Republicans really need to focus on that as a whole, regardless of who they need to point that out, that regardless of who's going to be in that seat, we're the people that are going to fix it. Yeah. You know, the, the good thing and the bad thing uh, for this election is Bidenomics. Uh, it is it's good that he was so proud of it that he named it Bidenomics. That way you can't hang it on anybody else. The bad thing is it's thought of as his idea and it's not this. This is the Democratic idea of of how to get this country to be more equal and to spread out the success and everything else. This is a. Um, a combination of a socialist and a fascistic idea. This is this really is an idea of kind of national socialism when you when you bake in the the World Economic Forum's idea of this uh, new kind of stakeholder capitalism. Great, great idea. Thank you so much, uh, Jason in Arkansas. Hello, Jason. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Glenn, how's it going? I'm good. You know, I was just, I, for the first time I was in Arkansas this weekend, I drove through. 
you have one of the prettiest highways with the with the green uh, pine trees I think I've seen in the country. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I live up here in the northern part of the Ozarks. Mm. So it's, it's always really nice looking yeah, up here. Um, yeah. So um, what I wanted to ask you about was um, I hear a lot of people talking about the, you know, the numbers on Trump and how far ahead he is and stuff. Have we not learned our lesson on the polls yet? I mean, you go back to 2016, 2020, 2022, everybody's predicting everything. <laughs> it never turns out the way they say. Right. And I know here on the ground, I talk to people, you know, friends and family and stuff. And it's kind of a mixed bag, you know, whether we're for DeSantis or Trump or whoever. And me personally, I'm kind of just waiting to see what's going to happen with the legal stuff. Because if Trump gets convicted and they put him in jail, he can't be on the ballot. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Oh, he, oh, he can. He can yeah. un- unless it is for insurrection. So the only trial that really matters is the insurrection january 6 stuff if they get him on insurrection then the constitution kicks in but you can run a campaign from prison you can be elected president from prison believe it or not maybe they'll get him on insurrection but you know because all the the trivialist charges and stuff it's just ridiculous but if he's not gonna be you know if something happens where he's you know some God, no reason he's not the candidate. Who are we going to go for? I mean, if we put away all the other ones, I mean, nobody's really talking about, you know, the other candidates. And I think we need to give the other candidates a fair shake, too, because if Trump's not the candidate, where are we going to be at? You know, much less the no, Democrats. I, I, mean, I will tell you, I think people are on our side paying attention um, to that. I mean, you know, if it's not Donald Trump, uh, I think I've made my decision. Things could change still, but I think I've made my decision. People are looking at um, uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, they're looking at uh, DeSantis. I think the shine has come off a little bit with Ramaswamy, but he's still in third or fourth if you count Trump. Um, so I think people are doing that. I don't like the idea that they're saying we should cancel the uh, further debates. Uh, I think because there is a possibility that Trump is disqualified, which I think would be, I, I God help us if that happens, but we have to have somebody that has gone through the primary process and, and has some uh, votes at the convention uh, because if that eventuality comes where it's, you know, September and he goes to prison, what is going to happen? This is why there's a good argument to be made that the primary still matters. I mean, I think it does in a normal situation. You look at the polling the way it is now and say, all right, you it's know, over. It's over. What's the why are they even doing this? But like we have no idea what's coming. No, you have to have a backup plan have with to. the way they're coming after. Have Trump. to. They do. I'm, I'm sure of it. Mm. I'm sure of it. Steve, New York. Welcome. Hey, Glenn. Um, before we get into this, I was just thinking of a campaign song for uh, Joe Biden. And they've covered everything else. But uh, with the they're, they're inviting care in as uh, yeah. for Islamophobia, mm-hmm. I think springtime for Hitler. 
<laughs> There's a bit of a springtime it these is. days on all day off, really isn't is. it? On the left. Yeah, I mean, we can kill Jews, so, I mean, that's okay to rally for, apparently. Thriving at Cornell right now. My many gosh, universities many around universities. America. Many mm. universities. It is so frightening. But anyway, thank you for that. Steve, what's your point? Um, they haven't actually, uh, you were saying something about this and to be straight to the point, Biden is, Biden is, is not even trading water anymore. The, the thing is they don't have a candidate that they have as a backup. They haven't mentioned anybody. And the thing is everybody that they could have done, uh, would be the people from the, the uh, campaign uh, last time they, they had an election, yep. mm-hmm. he put them all in his cabinet. So they've all been, they all have the Biden taint on them. Yeah, it's too bad, isn't it? Um, the problem here, Steve, thank you for your call, is they can't do anything unless Biden decides. If Biden decides he's going to be the candidate, he is the candidate. They can have a primary but he's the leader of the party, and so he's the guy. He has to say, I'm going to step down. I'm surprised that there hasn't been massive meetings, and maybe there has been, uh, where people are coming into his office like they did with Nixon and uh, say, you know, Mr. Nixon, we have been with you for a long time. Your friends have been with you, but I'm sorry, this new evidence that has come out You've got to resign because we're not with you anymore. And I think if Joe Biden, if they came in and said that, I, I, I wonder, he might be so delusional, um, but, uh, uh, we'll, you know, we, we, we'd have to see. I, I'd, I'd be curious to see if any, in any real numbers, big people have come into the Oval Office or wherever Camp David and said, it, this needs to go away. You need to go away now. Um, but until he does, they don't have anybody. And that's why you're hearing Gavin Newsom. And, you know, I, 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 I can't believe this would be, this would happen. But I, then again, it might. Uh, Michelle Obama. I mean, you could see that our, she hated the White House. Okay, remember, Barack Obama didn't mind it. She hated it. She is much more of an um, anti-American kind of person than Barack Obama was. And she's much more um, a, a zealot on leftism than Barack Obama was. I mean, he's pretty bad himself, but I think she's the a real driving force in that. And um, <laughs> I, I, does she let the opportunity slip by for a total ceiling of the transformation? Does she? If there's nothing else and it looks like they're going to lose, does she not take that responsibility? Would you not? If you were the only one that could unite the country and you thought it was going, let's say you thought it was going to Michelle Obama and you were the obvious one that would bring everybody together. 
to save the nation in her viewpoint. That's what she would be doing. Would you do it? No matter how much you didn't want the job. Look, this is the last chance. This is it. This is it. It's it's not impossible as these poll numbers get worse and worse. And, you know, previous callers said, you know, why do we even care about the polls? Well, this is one of the reasons you care about them. The message is sent internally to people like David Axelrod. Yeah. Right. That pressure internal mechanisms in the party to make things happen. This yeah. is uh, it is. They are vital for reasons just like that. Uh, and you, we're with you. None of this means anything really okay. until election until polls uh or i mean until ballots are see, sent in yesterday was a year until the election actually occurs so yeah. think about that i mean you're right and polls don't even attempt to really do this they don't attempt attempt to tell you who's going to win a two-point election that's not they may people try to make it sound like this oh well donald trump's up by two or he's down by two in reality what the poll is telling you is that it's really close that's it time you need to just take generalities from polls not specifics and then they will start to give value to you yeah and you look for direction and uh, biden's direction is dive 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 <laughs> uh all right wouldn't it be nice to live in a world where your credit card balance isn't hit with crippling compounded interest Sounds nice, doesn't it? Do you know that credit card companies are now... I remember when saying 20 to 25% seemed nuts. We're now 33 to 35% on credit card. That's a horrific interest rate. If you're a homeowner, there might be a way out for you. Please give American Financing a call. Spend 10 minutes with them. They'll do a free financial review. They'll show you what your options are. People in this audience have been doing this. They're saving an average of about $700 a month every month. Imagine what you could do with something like that. Imagine how much freer you would you would feel by getting out from underneath that huge credit card debt. American Financing is America's home for home loans, and they've been helping people just like you get free of their financial burdens for over 20 years. Please let them help you be the next person up. It's American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Let's go to John in Minnesota. Hello, John. Hello, uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, we appreciate you, Glenn and uh, Stu. Thank you for your gifts and talent and uh, for your program. And, thank you. Um, thank you, Glenn, too. For We're fans of Andrew Clavin, and we're just thankful mm. that you, uh, you're involved with him and his publishing and uh, his, his book and all. And so thank you for that. Uh, just, as a, just as a fan and a reader, that's the only way I'm involved. I'd love Andrew, but thank yeah. you. And then, um, Glenn, I was just, I haven't heard much talk about this, but I've, I've wondered about this. So we've spent all these, um, all this time and, and these years now talking about Iran and getting a nuclear weapon and whatnot and all that kind of thing. What, what prevents Iran from getting a nuclear weapon from China or Russia, or for that matter, any non-nuclear state from getting a nuclear weapon um, that they could just use um, from from a nuclear state. What I never hear anybody really talking about that, and it's like, you know, uh, just because they don't have one, just because Iran can't make one, doesn't mean they couldn't 
get one and use it. I'm just curious, how, why does that not get talked about? Um, boy, I, you know, you caught me off guard here. I don't know if I have the correct answer, but uh, we will look into it. But I think that um, Russia, especially at a time of war, Russia or China could uh, give Iran a nuclear weapon. As it comes with uh, Iran, they now have the enriched uranium enough to make at least one bomb. Uh, so they could make that themselves. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's a law against it. I mean, we definitely didn't do that with Israel. I'll tell you that right now. <clears throat> so we definitely didn't do that. So I don't think I don't think there are rules like that. You can give them to, you know, another country, unfortunately. Sean in Oklahoma. Hello. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. I just wanted to call and give a different perspective on immigration. Uh, yeah. 2019, uh, I came across the Canadian-U.S. border with my wife. We sold our home, took all of our assets out of retirement, and moved to Oklahoma with the expectation of building a new life down here. And having enough money stored up to last us anywhere from 18 to 24 months while the immigration process took place. And uh, then COVID hit. And we had government shutting down and we had people changing programs and it went back and forth and back and forth through the Biden times when they said that they were going to decrease the amount of money that it took to actually file all the proper paperwork. Now they're putting through a bill that will actually double the amount of money it takes to put through that same paperwork. Um, I have not been able to work because I can't get a green card. Um, And so we have now used up all of our monies. We bought a small piece of land, but we're living in a 28-foot C-class motorhome because we're not able to build. Um, And we had those monies available to us. Um, And we are, (laughs) my wife is a professional management in jewelry. I am a construction uh, uh, professional um, and by that, I mean, I'm a journeyman mill right with over 20 years of upper supervision in international companies and can't work. And yet I would be a benefit to this country. And that's all I want to be is a benefit to this country. And we can't legally do anything. But at the same time, we have illegal immigration coming across the border in mass. I know. Sean, I'm sorry for your your plight. I really truly am trying to do it the right way coming here to build a dream you know you have buy property but you can't build on it i mean kind of makes you want to you know apply for chinese citizenship because then you could buy the property here you could build a military base here and it would be okay i think sean best of luck to you god bless you the glenn back program Out of the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation rose like a phoenix from the ashes and has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. I want to tell you about Sergeant Dustin Del Monte from Bristol. Fatally shot in a domestic violence incident. He was just trying to keep the peace. Police officer called. He's shot. Shot dead. He leaves behind two children and a wife pregnant with their third child. Thanks to you, because there are people out there just like you giving $11 a month, they immediately came in and paid off the mortgage of the Del Monte family home. That lifted them from that financial burden, and mom wasn't left pregnant um, with a child thinking, where are we going to move? How are we going to pay for the mortgage? 
this is what they do and do best. Would you donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org for our fallen firefighters and our fallen uh, police officers and military members? T, the number 2T.org. T2T.org. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Just use the promo code Glenn Plus. You can get that 36 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Hey, here's a first. Uh, never before has any country in battle shot out of the sky a uh, a ballistic missile outside of the atmosphere. Apparently, the Houthis launched from Yemen a missile that flew a thousand miles over the Arabian Peninsula on the way to its target. It left uh, our atmosphere, was in space, and Israel used its aero missile defense system to shoot down a ballistic missile outside of Earth's atmosphere, believed to be the first combat ever to take place in space. Oh, that's good. Uh. So who, whoever had first battle in space, the Houthis versus Israel, you're a winner. Come claim your prize. Star Wars has begun. Who knew that that would be a very, but the odds on that would be very high. I feel like Houthis would not be the top of the list of that particular equation, but there you go. Yemen's Houthis also released footage purporting to show the missile being launched as part of a barrage of drones and other long range weapons aimed at Israeli towns and cities. Can I ask you, um, The Houthis. Mm-hmm. Um, what is their main source of income there? I mean, what is it that they produce that allows them to have a defense industry that is working on ballistic missile systems? Uh, I'm just. I'm I'm only I, I mean I know what the Houthis do for a living, you know, that big business in Yemen which is um oil and gas. Oil and gas. Yeah. <laughs> Their oil and gas? Uh income from oil production constitutes 70 to 75% of government rent uh revenue and 90% of exports. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's that's not necessarily specific to the Houthis, but it's specific to Yemen. Yeah. Okay. But the Houthis are rebels, right? I mean, I I think the Houthis are rebels. (laughs) I mean, I just keep seeing like these sand scenes from Star Wars, you know, with the animals that go, and, you know, they're riding on the back. That's how I'm I'm picturing now, and I know that's very ignorant of me. But I have a feeling has been heard somewhere in the Houthi range sure. at some point. I mean, the, uh, yes, they're rebels. I mean, but I don't. That's where they. You have to think they're coming. It's funding from inside the country still. Yeah, yeah, right? and yeah, that, sure. that funding or comes. or maybe Iran, Iran, Iran. Now, mm-hmm. if Iran 
if if the Houthis have a ballistic missile and they're getting maybe technology, I don't know. I'm sure the Houthis have a unbelievable scientific community. Great IT department. Uh, sure, at, at the Houthis. sure, sure. Uh, and uh, and and so if the Houthis have it, I I would imagine the Iranians could put a ballistic missile <clears throat> into the sky, and they one would believe yes. also have a uh, you know a nuke. Uh, well, not uh, not confirmed, right? Well, I don't know. I remember reading about a year ago that they were like twenty days away from. Being able to, yeah, being uh, able to, to right. build it, and you know, so that was about a year ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they if they don't have it today. They don't. They'll have it soon. I'm sure, and yeah. they also can also get them from places like North Korea, yeah, or yeah. probably China or yeah. Russia. Yeah, so that's good. So we got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got that going for you. Um, now, um, in uh, just a personal uh, note, you know, the pro-Palestinian supporters that were swarming outside the White House, chanting Allah Akbar. You know, something that I, I just love, especially this time of year, to hear the chants of Allah Akbar ring through the streets, you know, uh, and uh, it's beautiful off those American maples. Oh, it's so mm. beautiful. So anyway, um, you know, as they were trying to uh, take down the gates of the White House, uh, and then they went to the back gate or the side gate of the White House, and they had these two big, you know, white columns, and then the gates that actually open up. Um and they they took red paint and everybody dipped their hands in red paint and then put that red paint on the two columns on each side. Um, now, that happened Saturday night. Now, I've seen a picture of it, which I would assume was Sunday because it was daylight. Was it the union rules that stopped the White House from having that painted at two o'clock in the morning? Why would you leave bloody hand prints all over the gates of the White House? You get somebody with a gallon of white paint and you paint that at two o'clock in the morning. Or are they union rules? I, I don't know. Maybe union would just you're not going to get a union guy to do that. Okay, I would have volunteered. It's the Biden White House. I'm not a fan. I would have volunteered to take the bloody handprints off of the gates of the White House. What the hell is wrong with these people? You'd think at least someone gets out there with a power washer and gives it a go. I mean, the whole point, think about every, this is symbolism, right? Oh, yeah. Symbolism. Yeah. The fact that they were out there shaking the fences of the White House grounds. I, I, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Honestly. Is that a question you want an answer to? No, I don't. Look, it's it's fascinating to watch because you, you mentioned, let me go back to your comments um, last hour on what you would do if you were a leftist, activist, extremist type looking sure. to create chaos. Sure. You empower a movement like the pro-Hamas movement that is apparently alive and well in this country to go out there and uh, shake the the fences of the White House. Let's just say, and this has happened many times, um, protests like that spiral out of control. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean, you'd argue some people would say that's what happened on January 6th. People mm-hmm. were very upfra- upset. You know, they didn't plan on going into the mm-hmm. Capitol, but it, but it did. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Lives Matter rallies. Maybe they, you know, some, we all know there were some people who were there who were looking to burn down buildings. Many, though, were just pissed off about what happened mm-hmm. and then got involved, got mm-hmm. fired up. Things mm-hmm. spiraled out of control. Mm-hmm. If something like that happens at the White House, if they rush the White House, right? It, let's just say. They'd you be got, shot. They would be shot, but there might be thousands of them mm-hmm. and you know what and they would be shot they i i hope we still have a secret service who would shoot a bunch of people who try to rush the white uh, white house and kill the president i hope that still exists um because it, that's the way it should be but what what's going to happen in that situation is the american people i think even with their distaste for this particular president would support rally would rally behind him, number one, at some level, and number two, would support somewhat draconian steps to make sure that does not happen again. Oh, yeah, you'd lose your freedom to protest in the streets, you I think. Go back to, you know, I hate to bring up the Nazis, because that's what, I, but I, I, you got to do it uh, 46 times per episode on the Glenn Beck program. We're contra- contractually obligated to do so. And if you go back to the Nazis, like, remember, how did Hitler really claim to take that mantle that he had to take power it was was, the reichstag it was the reichstag fire and it was uh you know the the groups under him that initially supported hitler that came along and started doing terrible things and he said i have to i have to step up i have to do something here I have to I have to expel these groups that are breaking. I have to break the constitution because of what they're doing. People on supposedly his side. This is top down, bottom up, inside out. This is exactly what I've been warning about since 2008. You empower the people on the streets. They're useful idiots. Mm. You allow them to create chaos. And then when the people cry out and say enough is enough, then the government comes down with draconian measures to crush them first, but crush everyone else as well. Mm. So they'll take control. That is that's that's the plan of leftists. Top down, bottom up, inside out. That's what it is. You know, the other thing on it is uh, the Bubba effect. We have a terrorist uh, problem in this country. If they, God forbid, do something like, I don't even want to say it. They do something uh, that has been done before in this country, people will lose their mind. And do you think the federal government is going to the one who just said, you know, hey, we care about Islamophobia over uh, anti-Semitism. Do you think those people who opened up our border are going to have any credibility? Any credibility, any authority. This is what the military had been planning for. I've been telling you that since 2008, too called the Bubba effect. And we are prime for all of those things. That's why we just have to get down on our knees and pray. Because this is going to take a miracle that only the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob could pull off. It is. And um, we, we've got to 
we've got to stop putting our faith in men and start putting our faith in God again. Let's do everything we can to win the election. Let's do everything we can to make sure that we are stable in our own lives. But uh, I'd get down on your knees and pray because God is the only answer to this particular problem, I believe. Let me tell you about Mantis X. Uh, When your life is on the line, you have to use your gun in a serious situation. That's life and death. You don't pull a gun on someone unless you plan on killing them. It's one of the first things you learn. Don't pull your gun unless you're prepared in every way to kill that person. You don't shoot them in the leg to slow them down. You can't. You gotta shoot to kill. (sighs) Man, just that is such a high responsibility. Just that should make you take pause. But then to be able to be accurate and comfortable enough with your gun that you are accurate with it, it takes practice, and practice costs money, especially with ammunition. May I recommend Mantis X? You can get this. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system, widely used by the military. I use it. It helps you improve your shooting quickly. You can attach it to your firearm, connect it with an app to your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then whenever you're firing actual rounds or even dry firing practice, it'll give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's like having a firearms instructor right in your front pocket. Mantis X. Start improving today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. So we should uh, spend some time today looking into a uh, charity. I'm sure it's on the up and up. Um, It's the Palestinian Children's Relief Fund, a nonprofit based in Kent, Ohio. Uh, If you have some extra time today, you might want to look that up. Uh, Raked in $21 million in 2021. Uh, But uh, the nice thing is the stepdaughter of the vice president, Vice President Harris, is uh, is raising money for uh, for this. Uh, supporting urgent relief for Gaza's children. And I think that's I think that's wonderful for her to do, you know, assuming that it's all on the up and up. Of course, she doesn't on her on her Instagram page make any mention of the 1400 uh, Israelis, you know, moms, dads, children that were killed by the terrorist. Uh, But anyway, she's raised seven point eight million dollars so far. So, Mm. It's good. Good. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, the economy must be pretty good. Binomics in effect. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Glad that's to see right. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of money flowing everywhere. Well, I not, mean, not, not to the average person. Not to the average but person. Yeah. But you know, it's it's flowing to Hamas. Yeah, it's uh, doing great. It's flowing to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know, flowing to China. But. Let's be honest. We get some of that back. I mean, we don't, but ten percent to the big guy. Big I'm guy sure. gets ten percent. So we That's got good, that going good for, him. for us. Yeah, yeah. This is, it, 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 we talked about this, of course, last week. But 
you know, no one else seems to be talking about it outside of the conservative media. The fact that they just have ch- checks written. They have the exact flow of money of, of, of tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, going, but they don't have a smoking gun. That's not a smoking gun. Am I, are we still on the no evidence part of this? Are yeah, we still, there's no evidence there's that no actually evidence. supports this. Really? Yeah. Like, what about, I saw all the boxes and arrows. I saw all the documents that supported those boxes and arrows. We see the exact company names. We see the exact people involved. We see all the Biden family members. And we see a copy of the personal check written to Joe Biden for loan repayments, even though there's no origination point of this loan. So I don't know. That seems pretty convincing to me. Wow. Listen to you've just been had by the right wing media. Ah, Yeah, there's no smoking gun there. I mean, are we, do we, I mean, how stupid do you have to be, Stu? Yeah. Smoking gun. Oh, yeah, that's true. It had nothing to do with that. It was just money. Right. It was just money and checks. <laughs> money There's and no <laughs> smoking gun. And if you find one laying on the table and there's smoke coming out of the barrel, that's not the kind of smoking gun I mean. I mean one that actually has a cigarette in its mouth. Oh, and it's, it's, to be a, it's like taking some union time off. You know, he's on break, a gun that's on break. That's what I'm looking for. So the for. gun has to come a to life and start smoking, smoking cigarettes. Gun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what did you think it meant? I, My gosh, your standards are so... The threshold of evidence for you is so low. Yeah, I just want to, you know, I'm just against Joe Biden and just, you know, any any hey, any man, accusation that it, comes up, it. you I know, that's it. what I'm doing. I hear it. I hear it. Well, we'll be back. I doubt Stu will be back with us tomorrow. He's He'll probably be in sensitivity training uh, tomorrow uh, and be wearing a dress on Wednesday. And then the world will make sense. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. The Glenn Beck Program.